0: Part of identifying future market trends is using the scientific method. Control the variables and then see what happens. If it happens over and over, then you might arrive at a reasonable conclusion. People do this with the stock market all the time. They'll look at past historical conditions to see how the market reacted, and then they'll use that information to forecast future results. What's interesting about every single market downturn is that they're all different. The dot-com bubble of 2000 was different than the real estate bubble of 2008. But they share similarities in that the economy and market went down, then came back up. What we're experiencing now is indeed a little different than anything we've had in the recent past because this virus truly is a black swan event. It came out of nowhere and would have been impossible to predict. And the stock market has had a very strong reaction to it in a very short amount of time. So the question begs, is there anything in history that we can look at to make some possible conclusions from? Today, we're going to do a little time traveling I hope you like Elvis.
1: Welcome to the 360 Blue Financial Strategies Show. Join us as we discuss actionable steps you can take today to gain financial freedom. Jonathan Pop, Iris Sagrado, and Glenn Steers are registered representatives offering securities and advisory services through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA/SIPC. 360 Blue Financial Strategies and United Planners are not affiliated. The views expressed are those of the speaker as of the date noted. Are subject to change based on market and other various conditions. Are not a solicitation to purchase or sell any security and may not reflect the views of United Planners' financial services. Keep in mind that current and historical facts may not be indicative of future results. Now on to the show.
0: 1957. It's the year of the final episode of I Love Lucy. It's the premiere of American Bandstand. The Soviet Union launches Sputnik and tests a hydrogen bomb. The Three Martini Lunch is commonplace. It's the premiere of The Bridge on the River Kwai and The Ten Commandments, and Dwight Eisenhower is president. It's during this year that the world would face a pandemic. In the early months of 1957, a different strain of influenza spreads through Hong Kong. It then goes from there into China and the surrounding regions, and on June 2nd, it hits America. It actually shows up first on the East Coast. Navy personnel bring it to Newport, Rhode Island, and only a few days later, Navy personnel and civilians bring it to San Diego. So America gets hit first from both sides, and it doesn't take long before it spreads. It hits the Boy Scout National Jamboree in Virginia, it hits major cities, and soon it's spread in nearly every state, in nearly the entire world. By November, the entire northern hemisphere is infected. The Asian flu of 1957 is in full swing. One thing about this that made it particularly horrifying is that it didn't just target the elderly. It also targeted young children and pregnant mothers. Can you imagine the panic that these people went through knowing that children were the most vulnerable to the disease? And, and what about pregnant moms? I can't imagine the stress that would have been placed on them during their pregnancy and newborn phase knowing there's a pandemic going on that could infect them and their children. Interestingly, the Americans had developed a vaccine before it hit the American shores. It wasn't available to the public until nearly year end, but in their crisis, they at least had a vaccine available to them at some point. Here's what the talking heads told Americans. This is from a broadcast from late summer of 1957.
1: This fall and winter, we may see serious outbreaks of influenza in the United States as a consequence of the epidemics which began last April in the Far East. Unlike similar instances in the past, however, we believe that the size and severity of the epidemics can in this be minimized in this country. Thus, it is the opinion of experts that there is no need for hysteria or panic. The influenza is concerned uh, in the first place, we are prepared for the invasion, and in the second place, we now have the means through a new vaccine to help prevent this influenza.
0: Here's how it actually unfolded the Asian flu began in the spring of 1957 and ended in March of 1958. So it lasted about a year. The death toll worldwide, according to the CDC, was about 1.1 million people. America lost nearly 110,000 people by the time it was over, and that's with a vaccine available. So how did the economy react. Well, as you can expect, when there's a pandemic on, the economy suffers. This was no different in 1957. For our purposes, we'll measure the economy in real GDP, that's gross domestic product. For reference, the American economy over the past few years has been doing very well real gdp in the fourth quarter of 2019 was 2.32 percent so let's use that as a reference point the first three quarters of 1957 had real gdp of 3.05 percent then 1.98 percent then 3.07 percent so that last number is for september 1957 at that time america had only had the virus for a few months, and the virus wouldn't really take off until November. And that's when the economic squeeze really began. The last quarter of 1957 saw real GDP of 0.35%. Then, the following quarters were negative 2.87%, then negative 2.02, then negative 0.72. So that's four quarters of slowing down, then negative GDP. That last number was for the quarter ending in September of 1958. And then guess what happened? After about a year of economic struggle, there's a massive turnaround. Real GDP for the fourth quarter of 1958 is 2.66, then 7.42, then 9.13, then 6.64, then 4.59, then 4.93. America has been through tough times. I think we're in some tough times now. So my message to you is this. Hang in there. America has a history of pulling through. Make good choices, stay clean, and do your best to have yourself a glorious day.
1: For more information, go to 360blue.com. That's T-H-R-E-E-S-I-X-T-Y, blue.com. Keep in mind that this show is designed to be educational only. The representatives on this podcast do not provide legal or tax advice. For individual guidance, please speak with someone who knows you and your situation.